From years of anxiety to warrior and mentor, Bradley Robinson created the Anxiety Project to help you end your anxiety naturally. Let's mold the new you and let's end anxiety together. Hello and welcome back to the Anxiety Project podcast number 86. I am Brad Robinson and today it's all about recovery roadblocks. Now, the question is, why does another challenge present itself after you resolve a challenge? And I'm talking about repressed high emotion memories, traumatic memories, memories that pop up randomly that are negative, that trap you in that emotion you felt when you experienced that memory in the past and you don't know what to do with it. So you shove that memory away. You push it away. And I have clients who come to me with a lot of past experiences, traumatic moments. Maybe it's the death of a loved one. Maybe it's an illness they experienced or a relative of theirs experienced. Maybe it's a panic attack. Maybe it was a car accident. Whatever it was, they would come to me and talk to me about it. And I would do reframing exercises with them and release that baggage, that trauma that they're holding on to. But they then come to me and say, well, Brad, you know, why does another challenge, why does another memory take its place after I resolve the one we just did together? And that's the question on this podcast episode. Now, this reframing exercise I do with my clients and I do on myself, and you should do this on yourself, is practiced in NLP, neuro-linguistic programming. Now, what's so great about neuro-linguistic programming is that it targets the unconscious mind directly. And this is something just talking about our issues doesn't work, right? Talking about our issues don't doesn't work as effectively as using NLP to target that 90 to 95% of ourselves, of, of our mind and body. That's the unconscious mind. So let's talk about the unconscious mind. Now, like I said, it makes up most of who we are, 90 to 95% of us. And when I say mind, body, the mind and body are one. Think of everything as being one, right? We can store a traumatic memory and the pain of that memory could manifest itself in our legs or in our stomach or in our hands, in our arms, wherever it is, right? And so let's understand that unconscious mind, the unconscious mind that's holding on to this pain, this weight that we're carrying around with ourselves every single day. Now, the unconscious is where our habits are formed. 
and we learn to automate our behaviors. So driving a car, for me, driving a car for more than 15 years now, I everything becomes so automated. You know, I put my foot on the brakes so quickly, I don't even think about it. You know, sometimes when you're driving, do you ever find that, you know, you kind of go into a trance for about a, a few minutes and you just show up at the location you're driving to and you're like, oh my God, I just kind of blacked out there for a moment and I kind of, I don't even remember how I really got here. And that's the unconscious mind driving for you. The unconscious mind just took over. It knows what it's doing. And you just got carried away in your thoughts, right? And so the unconscious mind is very powerful. Our values and beliefs come from the unconscious. Highly emotional memories are stored within the unconscious mind. That's why when you're walking down the street or you may be sitting on the subway and a highly emotional event from your past presents itself in your mind and you get carried away in that reimagination of the event. You feel the same emotions you felt, right? And you get carried away. So these traumatic events can spring in your mind at any moment and it locks you. It can grip you in the past for that moment. Now, I'll give you an example of that. So for me, there was an embarrassing moment in high school where I was sitting in class and I had to say something because uh, the teacher asked me something and then I said it and my voice cracked and everyone laughed. It was like an embarrassing moment we've all experienced, right? We've all had these moments and everyone laughed and I, I it was highly emotional for me because I felt embarrassed. So that was a memory that would pop up in my head randomly and I would get caught up in that feeling that I felt when the event actually happened, like that embarrassment that, you know, oh man, everyone thinks I'm probably, you know, such and such. And I would get carried away in that moment and then I would come back to reality. Oh, maybe it's my subway stop and I have to get off the, the train, right? And you come back into reality and then that memory just gets pushed back down, but it's still there. It's still unresolved. So our unconscious runs the sh runs the show right it runs most of the show so nlp directly targets the unconscious because those beliefs those values and those past traumas come from there they come from the unconscious that's why just talking about the issues is not a good solution it's a combination of action and unconscious work and using NLP is that work a great way to resolve a past traumatic event is to reframe it I would guide my client through a reimagination of the event that is causing distress 
It's causing weight. It's causing pain. So they would go through the event in a relaxed state with their eyes closed from beginning to end and relive the event in their minds. So I'd get them nice and relaxed. I would tell them to close their eyes, do some breathing. It's like a meditative state. And then I would just ask them, you know, go through the event from beginning to end the way you remember it. And then I would say to them, they must feel the pain, the agony, and the sadness and allow those emotions to come up. They would cry. They would become tense. And at the height of the trauma, when they reach the height of the, the highest emotional point of that event that they went through, I would then ask them, where in your body do you feel the pain or the discomfort? Then they would answer with, you know, my head, my heart, my chest, my stomach. I would then ask questions that will get them more familiar with the discomfort, more associated with it. So usually it comes about as a picture, right? So when you relive a traumatic event, say you're just sitting on that subway car and that event pops up into your mind, usually it's a picture. You have this image in your mind of the event and that image is usually the highest uh, emotional point. So in my example, when my voice cracked when I was in that classroom, I would that picture would be of the highest emotional point of that situation. That embarrassment, sitting at my desk, looking at my teacher, that picture was embedded in my unconscious mind. And would that picture would pop up all the time. You know, well, on occasion, when, when, when I was just sitting there, it was just random. But the point is, the unconscious was telling me something. Right, the my unconscious mind was saying, "Hey, Brad, you know, there's this traumatic moment in your past that you haven't dealt with yet." So, going back to my coaching session, I would ask them, you know, questions. I would ask them questions that would get them more familiar to this picture, this discomfort. Right. So, I would ask them to bring about this picture. So they'd bring up the picture in their mind. And I would ask them, you know, what does the picture, you know, how vivid is the picture? Is it a movie? Is it a still image? How close to you is the picture? Is it close to your nose? Is it far away from you? Does it have a weight to it? You know, is it, does it feel hot or cold? And how young were you when you went through this traumatic moment? And then... I would ask them to go back to the beginning of the event to the mildest moment and then go through a new imagination of the event. To go through the event the way they would have liked it to go instead. 
This is a repainting of that picture that is stored within the unconscious. We're repainting it. We're painting over it, right? Imagine a wall and children just scribbling on that wall and it's just chaos, right? There's scribbles. It's just, it's just, it's like, you know, it's everywhere. And you take your paintbrush and you start to repaint that wall a new color. You're repainting it, right? So now this whole exercise is painting over that stored image of that trauma, right? We're just reframing it. We're looking at it from a different perspective. We're, we're releasing it from the body, okay? So we're repainting it. And then I would ask, ask for the present you, so the you that's sitting right in front of me when we're doing the session, to go back to the you that went through the experience, then I would ask you to send them your healing color. So as the person's imagining that younger them going through that experience, I would ask them to, you know, give them a hug. Give the you that's sitting here now, that older you, a hug and send them your healing color could be yellow, could be bright yellow, could be white, could be a nice blue, green, whatever your color is, send it to them. And that's sending a message directly to your unconscious mind. It's telling you that there's safety around this old traumatic event rather than fear. So now we're, we're, we're attaching this safety to this past event, which is really important to understand. And then some people would yawn. I would cry. A lot of people cry. Or you may even weep. I've had those moments where when I was doing this myself, I would weep. And that's a sign of release, right? We're, we're, re, we're going into the dragon's lair heroically, voluntarily, confronting that past trauma, confronting that dragon, and we're slaying that dragon, right? We're learning the lessons. We're actually attaching safety to the trauma rather than holding on to that fear. Now, I will say this to the, the person I'm coaching. Tell that young you all the lessons you learned from this experience and offer them words of wisdom. Offer them words of wisdom. Talk to them. Tell them what you know now. So in their imagination, they will talk to their younger self. You know, I learned so many powerful things about, you know, what happened and it's okay. You know, it, it happens to most people and just talk to them, give them comfort. And that's a really powerful point in the coaching session, the experience of reframing, just talking to them and, and offering up the wisdom because 
you're holding on to this event because you're unable to learn the lesson and let it go. So you've, you've held on to it because anomaly took place. Chaos emerged. The person was unable to comprehend it. So the unconscious mind was like, for this terrible thing to not happen again, I must hold on to this memory. So your unconscious holds on to it. That's what happened. That's what happened at the height of the trauma. It, it was confused. Chaos presented itself. You didn't understand it. You couldn't make anything of it. It was highly emotional. And your unconscious was like, oh, whoa, this is important. You must hold on to this, Brad. You must hold on to this traumatic event and keep it at the forefront so that it doesn't happen again in the future, so that we can protect ourselves from this potential danger. And so to fully release this event, you must understand the novelty, that unknown, that chaos that manifested in your life. You must take it apart. You must speak directly with the unconscious and let it know that it is safe to release this. We must attach safety to the experience rather than fear because the unconscious is holding on to it, like I said before, and it's holding on to it because it believes that this is important to you and that this is a potential threat to your life. But we must go back into the dragon's lair, also known as the unconscious mind, and revisit this event so that you can learn the lesson, so that you can attach safety to it, and thus letting it go. So when I do this with, with a client, or, or it's in the program, my program at unpluganxiety.com has this exercise in it, so you can do this anytime you want to. It's in the program. And I highly recommend that because you can do it to any emotional issue that presents itself. Any emotional issue. So when a client does this or when somebody does it from my program, they tell me they feel lighter, they feel calm, they feel different, and that a weight has been lifted from their shoulders. And I say to them, yeah, your unconscious let it go finally. It's been holding on to this thing for such a long time. It's gone. It's gone now. Then I will get a question like, why does another traumatic memory take the place of the one I just released? This is such an important question. That's because there may be a whole storage unit of memories that have yet to be released. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. So you release that memory. Could have been mine where it's like an embarrassing moment in high school. I release it. I feel great. I cry and I feel lighter and my unconscious released it. That's great. 
But then you have to understand that there may be another memory down there in your unconscious that's like, hey, you know, you haven't resolved this yet, Brad. So I'm going to present itself to you and it pops up and I'm like, oh man, okay, well, I got to work on that one now. And you just keep doing it, right? I found myself making notes of certain highly emotional memories that would occasionally pop in my head during the day. I would write it in my phone or on the notepad and be like, oh, yeah, I, f- I forgot I had this memory. I d- that was a horrible memory. I'm going to reframe that today. So then later, I would do the reframing exercise to release that memory, to resolve it, right? To attach safety to it. And so the unconscious, when it presents to you a traumatic memory, it's saying to you, hey, pay attention to me. This needs to be resolved. We still haven't learned the lessons from this chaotic event that happened. Let's learn the lessons. But most people nowadays, we just repress the memory. We just ignore it. So we ignore hundreds of traumatic moments in our lives. What happens? It gets stored up in us. The chaos builds and builds. It's like, do you slay the dragon when it's a baby? Or do you wait for the dragon to grow into an adult and burn the whole city down? That was me. I let the dragons, the many, many, many baby dragons, grow and grow and grow within me. And then all of a sudden, I wound up with a anxiety disorder. Anxiety disorder. Disorder. Order that's disrupted, right? So we need to add order into our lives. We need to confront these dragons within our unconscious mind to release those traumatic memories. So it takes persistence and patience to recover from anxiety. Challenges continue to come, but it's about action. It's about implementation of the techniques, this reframing technique, right? So then we can handle these challenges. So if tomorrow, say I, something highly emotional happens in my life, I'll know the techniques to implement. I'll be like, okay, tonight I'm going to reframe what happened today because it was so emotional. It was so traumatic. It was so... It was so distressing. So I'm going to sit with myself later today and reframe it so that I can learn the lessons and release it from my body because I don't want to hold on to this. I want to figure it out. I want to unravel it. I want to pick it apart so that I can no longer hold on to it, cling to it. So, in the end, how much do you love yourself, right? It's about loving yourself. This is a healing journey. We must heal ourselves. We must resolve all of the baggage that we're carrying around with us. Let's resolve it. Give yourself the time. This 
is a journey. And to grow, we must revisit those past highly emotional events so that we can let them go. And I'm going to stop there. Thank you so much for being here with me today. And remember, do not let anxiety define who you are. I will see you on the next podcast episode. Bye for now. Brad's powerful anxiety recovery program is available at unpluganxiety.com. The Anxiety Project program is downloadable and puts the power of anxiety recovery in your own hands. What are you waiting for? Visit unpluganxiety.com for more details. Recovery starts now.